Suzanne's Paparazzi Jewelry. 24-7 shopping available. 160920 is the code. Show her some love. Like she showed us. K&A Custom Crafts on Facebook. All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning shot. I am the Sarge. I am here with my other main man, J-Mac. J-Mac, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. We got... Uh, we got about roughly about 30 minutes to talk about some. We're just going to talk about sports here in the morning. This is what the show is for. I got my shot of espresso coffee right here. It's, yes, it just says, who's your daddy? And J-Max sitting there with a shot of Pepsi, which is awesome as well. So I kind of want to start off with with college football because I got it. I don't know. I just think it's the right thing to do as right now. So as we know, um, Georgia is number five. And number two is our Cinderella darling in, is Cincinnati. Number three, Alabama, who jumped over Oklahoma, who is at number four. And guess who's back at the top five, J-Mac? Do you know who? Ohio State. It's not the Ohio State. It's the Ohio State. Buckeyes. They are back in the top five. So with that being said, out of those top five schools – who is the pretender out of all that? Um, I hate to say it. I, I, uh, I think it's I think it's Ohio State. I, I think that they're not as strong as they have been in years past. I think they're going to lose a game or two down the stretch. Um, so I, I hate to say I think it's Ohio State. All right, I, I, I see. I, I, I can see where you're going through, but I kind of have to disagree with you on that one because I'm looking at Oklahoma and their last game against Kansas, and I think Kansas was beating them 21 to nothing, and Oklahoma had to score all those points in the fourth quarter, and they sat their their first starting quarterback, Rattler, I believe his name is, um, with that. So and looks like we got Crispy Bacon that might be popping on. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> So, so I have to go with Oklahoma State with that one on that. Um, so, with the games today, we got Georgia versus Florida. Who do you got, J-Mac? I got Georgia. I, I have to agree with you on that one there on the roll then. We have out of the American is Cincinnati, who's number two. They're going against Cincinnati. I gotta go with Cincinnati, and their line is minus twenty-seven. What, what do you think about that? Who are they playing again? Uh, Tulane. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be close. <laughs> uh, it, Cincinnati is a Cinderella story, but they're a good team. They're a good team, and I, I don't, I don't see a team like Tulane upsetting them. That is true, and the great thing about Cincinnati, we actually saw how they play against big schools against Georgia last year in the last year which was was pretty good so at number three we have alabama and i think they they're on the bye this week so we're gonna go over to number four they almost lost to kansas last week they're playing against texas tech who do you have on this one it's gonna be a tough game um so they almost lost to kansas you know i'm gonna go texas tech i think oklahoma's gonna lose today Wait, so that's going to be your upset game of the week then? 
That is my upset game of the week. Okay. Okay. I'm actually going to go with Oklahoma on this one. Their line is minus 19. Um, it's going to be closer than that, what I think. Then we got Ohio State <laughs> against Penn State, who was ranked number seven last week. And I'm going to have to go with the Buckeyes on this one. Um, EJ Mack? Actually, I got Penn State. I think Penn State is going to win the, the Big Ten this year. I had them picked in the preseason, so I think that uh, Penn State pulls this one out. Really? Yes. What What is in that Pepsi? I, I, I can't fathom what you're talking about there. So with that being said, did you watch the Penn State in Illinois game last week? I did not. You did not. I caught the end of it. And it went into a record-breaking nine overtimes. That's right. That that was the nine overtime game. Uh-huh. Yes, it it was awesome. I was excited. I was pumped. I was going for Indiana because Penn State is like BYU for me. I don't like those teams. I don't know why. I never have. And with my upset pick, I have Virginia topping the number twenty-five BYU t- today. That's my upset pick for for the top twenty-five okay. with that one. So with that one coming come by, let's talk about the World Series. I know we, we kind of hit it pretty big last night on the four bros last night. You're being a Braves fan. I mean, what what so the Braves are up two to one in the series. What is your feelings with the series as of right now? It's tough game tonight. I don't know who's gonna start. Probably Noah. Oh man, he's young. So he's going to have to pitch well. But Ian Anderson had a no-hitter going into the fifth last night through five innings. Uh, we only give up two hits to the Astros. If we pitch like that, I think that we got to get a chance in this series. So it's just going to come down to the pitching. A um, little bit of offense. Uh, neutralizing the uh, Astros uh, lineup is, is going to be a huge part of this this uh, series for us. So we'll see what happens. But I think we got to do it at home. If, if we're going to win, we have to win these next two games to win it out because I don't know that we're going to – we go into Houston down 3-2. Um, I don't think we're going to pull two games out in a row in Houston. So we definitely have to have a lead going into Houston and try to split the game. So we either take it here or we, we go into Houston with a one-game lead and only have to win one. Okay, uh, and, and the Astros have Zach Greinke that is pitching um, for them. So I'm going to give the Braves a loss today, but I'm going to have them win tomorrow on Halloween and taking the 3-2 series back to Houston. That That's how I feel with it, and I'm rooting for the Braves. Do you think that there's some cheesy stuff going down in Houston this year for the World Series? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think, you know, one of the experts came out and said sign stealing has been going on as long as baseball has been going on. Um, just a lot of guys don't get caught doing it. Um, they got caught. And do I think that they're still trying to steal signs? Of course they are, because I think every major league team does it at some point. But um, I don't know. I, I think that they kind of learned their lesson, I think. I don't think they're going to blatantly go out and try to steal signs and cheat that way. Um, but, you know, some of the normal stuff, you try to pick up on something during the game or, or something like that, of course that's still happening because it's going to. Okay. I, I 
I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the fence if cheesy stuff is going on because it's kind of funny how they went cold like one night and they were just hot the other two nights like hitting the ball. But again, they're at that home field advantage as well, so I can see that as well. So with that, moving on to the NFL, Tom Brady last week, he hit his 600th touchdown pass. No one has hit that ever. I have to say that he has to be the GOAT of our era, if not the whole, if not for all quarterbacks. But but the fan has, has actually got me intrigued who got the ball because Mike Evans accidentally gave the ball to the fan. I don't know if you saw that, J-Mac. And, like, the fan gave the ball back to the Buccaneers to give it back to Tom Brady. And from everybody what was saying, they're saying that ball at a auction, at the minimum, we've been $500,000, so half a million dollars. But this fan, I I think he did something that which is admirable, and I think I, we should see this more in sports. But he got two side jerseys and a helmet from Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey and game cleats. This is my favorite. One thousand dollars to Bucks to the Buccaneers team store. Two season tickets. So for rest of this season and next season, he, he has season tickets. And Tom Brady gave him one Bitcoin. So I think that is a what I think that is probably one of the fairest trades that I've I think it's a fair trade. What's your thought on that? I think it's a pretty fair trade to be honest. I think that there's uh you know, there's not a whole lot more they could have given him, but I, I think it's a pretty fair trade. I I'm like I'm excited for the team the thousand dollars to the team store in the Bitcoin. That that is where I'm at with that one. Because a Bitcoin, there do you know how much a Bitcoin's worth? About sixty grand. Yeah, sixty two thousand last time I checked yesterday. But I I think I, I kinda like the trade on that one. So I think it's an even trade and congrats to the hey, man who got it. Hey, and with the thousand dollars of the Buccaneer store he can buy a T shirt or something, you know. What <laughs> <laughs> <One> t-shirts <laughs> it would probably be like if you spend like a thousand dollars or more you get free shipping <laughs> yeah right so considering the nfl what i mean who is the biggest surprise in your eyes of this season for the nfl um Maybe the biggest surprise is uh, maybe the Bengals. I mean, people thought they were going to be good. I don't think they thought they'd be this good, um, this quickly. But uh, they 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 play well this year, and Joe Burrow showing why he could should have been the, the number one overall pick, and, he, and he's proving that he's not a bust. So um, I think the Bengals are the biggest surprise of the season so far. That is true. Do you know one of his biggest um, the biggest things that. Oh, we got actually a comic. So good morning, Joanne. Um, welcome to to the morning chat. So the biggest thing that they were um, griping about Joe Barrow is his hand size. Did Did you know that? Yeah. And I forget his comment about that, um, but it was a pretty good comment about about it. But I 
would have to say the Arizona Cardinals, to be honest with you, because I didn't see them coming up doing this well whatsoever. Same with the Bengals, but I got to go with the Arizona Cardinals because just the, the division that they're in. And speaking of the division, every single NFC team that is leading the division, they only have one loss. What What's your take with, with that, with the NFC? Is it stronger than the AFC this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that the uh, – I think actually the really intriguing the, – the two most intriguing ones in the NFC are actually the NFC South because, yeah, the Buccaneers are leading, but uh, they're only – essentially a game up on New Orleans because New Orleans only has two losses. And then in the, the West, you now have um, the Rams and the Cardinals that are both going to have one loss. So that's going to be an interesting matchup for the rest of the season also. That is. And uh, the Cardinals actually beat the Rams earlier in the season. Um, that's why they're on top with that one. And we got Brandon Herrera saying, what up, my bros? And we got to say, hello, fellow bro. Welcome back or welcome to the morning shot. Um, with that so do you think the Bengals could make it can hold on and make it to the playoffs Mac? I think they'll make the playoffs uh I'm, I'm hesitant on whether or not I think that they will um they will win their first playoff game since 1990 um they haven't won a playoff game since 1990 that's the longest drought in the NFL um so it's tough. It, I think they'll make it there, but I don't know if they have the experience to overcome the team that they're going to pay, play in the playoffs. So that will be remain to be seen. All right. And with the NFL hottest team, I have to go with the Tennessee Titans um, for this year um, because their last two games, I mean, they beat Buffalo. Then they just manhandled the Chiefs, um, even though the Chiefs are not playing like how the Chiefs are supposed to be playing with that. Who, in your mind, is probably the the hottest team in the NFL as of right now? Um, hottest team in the NFL right now, probably the Titans. I mean, they they they've been rolling lately. Um, they're going to run away with that division, I think. And uh, Derrick Henry's just uh, there's not much to say about him other than the fact that he's just a freaking nature. Um, the guy's insane. So, he, you know, he gets past a thousand yards today, or tomorrow, already on the season. That's kind of crazy. Do you think he could actually beat beat the record? I do, I do. I think that record goes down, which is weird. Saying that we're in a passing, we're in a league where all the passing records are going down, and we could still have someone break the rushing record. That's crazy to think about. That, that is, and we got Brenda saying that just think if Rodgers would have not thrown the game on on week one, the Packers would have been 8-0, and and I totally forgot about the Packers. They've won seven straight. I'm, I'm actually surprised you did not say say that. Um, I was trying not to be a homer, but, you know, um, Green Bay is on a roll, and they played well. And I mean, they beat the Cardinals with their top three receivers were gone, their top two defensive backs were gone. Um, so they, they, they won a game. So, uh, yeah, they're on a roll as well. Maybe this is the year we don't lose in the NFC championship. We'll see. Hey, they, yeah, well, they, they're, they're calling it the last dance, um, with, with that. And I have to personally thank you for fantasy 
for that game because I, I didn't know if I should have started Jones because he's been like non-existence like the previous three games with the Packers. Then I asked you, hey, should I start him? And so I started him. He got me 17 points on that game against someone who had Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray only got seven points. Well, that's because he threw two picks and no touchdowns. That'll always hurt as a quarterback. But I figured to play Aaron Jones only because, again, they were down their top three receivers. So, And then Tanyan went out in the middle of the game with the torn ACL. So who you got left? You got Aaron Jones left to throw the ball to um, and, a, and Randall Cobb, basically. So if you had Randall Cobb or Aaron Jones, you should have played them in fantasy because Cobb had two touchdowns. So he would have gotten you at least 12 or 13 points also. Yeah, that, that that is true. That is true. But you know what? I had to ask a, a guru who is actually killing it on one of the fantasy um, on one of our fantasies. You're saying I'm seven and zero. Oh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> just just wipe off of the shoulder. You know, right? <laughs> All right. So Joanne is commenting, saying, "On that note, Brenda Herrera owns you guys, or maybe that's it's me. I don't know." Who owns who? Who owns? Is it Joanne or Brandon? I, I can't figure it out who more these days. I don't know. I know I'm seven to zero, and I'm the only undefeated person in fantasy, so <laughs> I don't really pay attention to those comments. Well, well, I, I gotta re- do something because um, it's Brandon and I in both of our leagues that we're playing. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, last week it was uh, the Dragon Viper and I. Like we're playing them, playing each other in both leagues with that one. So I kind of want to go back to college football really quick. I kind of missed this yep. one. What what game are you looking forward to, like, this this watching? Uh, um, honestly, probably Ohio State and Penn State for me. That's probably the, the marquee matchup for me this week. And you're, you're still taking Penn State? I am. I'm still taking Penn State. I'm going to stick with my word. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be like a normal person. I'm going to take the um, Michigan versus Michigan State. Number six versus number seven. I think that that is my game of the week that everyone should be watching today. So with that being said, I think it's that time to take your shot, J-Mac. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. uh, Take my shot for the week. I will tell you. I think that um, – see, well, I'm going to take my shot. I'm going to take my shot, and I'm going to tell you that we see something out of – you know what? We see Jacksonville win another game this week. Um, we see something out of Trevor Lawrence that we haven't seen yet. Okay. All righty. I am going to take my shot at DeAndre Hopkins, actually, because the reason I'm saying that, he was not supposed to be in that play when, when uh, Kyle Murray threw that like that 60-yard pass with that one. He just decided to check himself in and being injured, and with that being said, as a player, you need to respect the coach. That's where I'm at on that, and plus you got to hear your body because with the NFL – you're, you're not even thinking that there's an extra game. There's 17 games now instead of 16. And guess what? The players are not getting paid even more, as much more money 
as they, they, they want with that one. So I'm taking my shot at Denard Hopkins for not listening to his coaches, just checking himself in and putting his putting his team more at risk. Even though he caught the ball, it was still a face mask call. So that is my my shot. Take my shot with that one. And also and you know what? go I'm ahead. Sorry, to follow up follow up and I'll take another shot. I'll take a shot at Brian Smitker. Now I've been his biggest defender all year because he got us to the World Series, but last night you have a kid that's going a no hitter through five innings. Throwing 76 pitches and you take them out of the game. You give it to your bullpen, who's already tired from throwing a bunch of innings early in the series. So I don't understand. I don't think there's anything analytically that made sense to take them out of the game in that situation. Yeah. It worked out. We got the win, but I just don't understand it. Yeah, one thing, I, another shot I want to take is Roger Goodell. I don't know if you saw that. Do you see how he got, how much he got paid the last two years? A hundred and twenty-eight million dollars to to navigate through labor deal peacetime for Roger Goodell. I I don't know where he's getting that money and, and so forth with that. So I'm. I, 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 I'm speechless on, on, on with that. I almost pulled the Isaiah just going on a little tangent with that one, with that. So that is my other shot right there. It's like, I don't know how that guy got $128 million in two years. I didn't realize he was getting paid that much. Did you? No, that's a lot of money, $120 million. We're in the wrong business. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. I, I tried to – I think my taco truck is going to be better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, in the comments, I got Joanne's taking a shot at you. I mean, she's telling you to be careful of jinxing yourself with all that trash talk. I ain't worried. Yeah, you can just she can take her trash talk to the trash. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, J Mac, I think it's that time. I just want to say thank you for hopping on um, the, the morning shot. I, I'm, I'm loving this show. It's in the morning. We get a little brief of sports that's going on. We're taking our keen stuff off our chest that we need to talk about. And Absolutely. we got some good yeah. comment comments today. So it, it's getting better. This is the third episode of the morning shot. I am the Sarge. I'm here with J-Mac, the bearded one, who is going to participate in No Shave November. Guarantee it. Thank you for watching. Chris, roll us out.